As mentioned on the Burdick Toyota Hotline, Syracuse.com. Follow him on Twitter. Our good friend Mike Waters is with us here. Now, Michael, I have a lot to discuss with you. I have a lot of topics in mind, but this is the most important question, okay? Okay. Are you still rocking that beard? The beard is gone, Brent. Whoa! Whoa! Hold on! Hold on! Breaking news! The beard is gone. I want details. What happened here? What happened with this thing? I thought it would help my jump shot like James Harden's <laughs> beard does with him, but apparently it doesn't. And, uh, you know, you just end up looking like Charlton Heston from the Ten Commandments, and that's not a really good look today, you know, so. <laughs> you damn dirty ape. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how, a different Charlton Heston. <laughs> how much uh, did uh, Robin Waters have uh, some input into this? I'm curious. You know, she claimed to, like, didn't really care, didn't mind it, but the eye rolls told a different story. <laughs> so, I love it. you know, I love you it. begin to, like, you know, yeah. And, and you get to that stage, too, where it's not comfortable, it itches a little. And, and I've, I've tried to do a little bit of, you know, a beer to goatee before, and I always find it hard to get past that hump. You know, get 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 past that, and now we started doing some videos too. You know, it was okay when I was quarantined and no one was seeing me, and, right? But then we started doing some videos. I did one with Jerry McNamara, still had the beard. I think I did one with uh, the Bayheim brothers, the first of my series with those guys, and I think I still had the beard. It had to go. I'm with it you, had man. To go. They're more work to maintain. Okay, number one. I had a goatee for a short period of time in 1999, and I, I look back on some of those photos, including I was in a friend's wedding, and every time I see that friend, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. That was that was a bad mistake. And by the way, people, and I, like I'm experiencing this more and more with people, there's not a shortage on razors, okay? Like, yeah, sometimes there's no meat or things at the store, but the razors are still there. Like, you can still get them. This is still a thing, just so you know. There you go. As you discovered, by the way. I found the razor again. Yeah. Got it, baby. Good job. Can't Good go can't go get a haircut, but I can shave. <laughs> That's a whole different topic of conversation. Uh you mentioned the videos. I've been enjoying them, uh, particularly the ones with the, the Bayheim brothers and uh, Jamie Bayheim stepped into the mix this week. Th- those have been fun. What have what have you learned doing those? You know what? It's been fun learning a little bit more about how the siblings interact. You know, what's that? brother brother vibe you know what's the sibling you know and it's fun to kind of see like who'll laugh at what and and at whose expense and uh this week's video you're right we introduced jamie to the mix we got the sister in there because you know if you really want honest answers about jimmy and buddy who do you turn to other than sister jamie so you know we found out some stuff like you know which one's likely to get married first which one has the the cleanest bedroom which one's the worst cook um and we also we revealed the succession plan at su for head coach uh jim i asked which brother is most likely to become a head coach one day and um you know jamie said jimmy's headed for a, a a successful career in the business field but Buddy might be headed for head coaching. So we now know who is going to succeed Jim Beheim as the head coach at Syracuse University. We are breaking all kinds of news on this show today. There you go. 
Fantastic. <laughs> Michael, uh, it has been an interesting week in college sports. Uh, the transfer rule, uh, the recommendation from the NCAA board is they're not going to do the, you know, every man for himself, no one-year waiver thing. The name, image, and likeness debate is out there, right? And there's a lot of a lot of things out there. So let, let's kind of take yeah. these one at a time. The transfer rule is interesting because in the in the short term that addresses Alan Griffin and and the Illinois transfer whether he'll be eligible or not. So, what did you take away from the the, the NCAA board recommendation not to do it? I took away from that that it's not that they don't want to let players. Uh, transfer and play right away. I think it was. I think it was going to happen uh, in this vote, but I think uh, the coronavirus uh, told, tells me that athletic directors have something bigger on their plate right now. They don't want to deal with transfers being immediately eligible. They're worried about when they're going to start their football seasons. Uh, they're worried about when they can get fans back in the stands. School presidents are worried about when they can have students on campus. I think it was just easy, easier for them to kind of go, yeah, yeah, we're not recommending it right now. But there's still a vote on May 20th. And I think coaches and ADs might start thinking about this. Maybe. And they might start thinking to themselves, if we don't let these transfers play right away, we are going to have a stack of waiver requests from football players followed by basketball players a mile high. And we're going to have to figure out what to do with them all because we've been inundated with transfers here. A lot of these players thought that this rule was going to go through, thought they were going to be all eligible. So now they're all going to apply for a waiver to play right away. You mentioned the Illinois transfer coming to Syracuse, Alan Griffin. I think he's got an incredible waiver um, excuse, for lack of a better word, here on the air. Um, He is moving from Illinois back to where his family lives, uh, you know, down in the downstate New York, a hotbed for the coronavirus, playing much closer to home. It's now an easy drive for he and his family to get back and forth to each other versus hopping on an airplane, which maybe you don't want to do during these times. Um, how do you not let that kid play? How do you right. not grant that request? Right. Absolutely. It, so it, we'll have to wait and see what happens with the vote in May. But if it doesn't happen this year, I would expect it happens again. And, I, again, I thought it was a definite this year. And I think the only thing that's happened is is the coronavirus has gotten in everyone's attention, and they got so many other things to do and big big things to worry about here with you know starting a season and when can you bring your football players back? That I just think they just weren't ready right now to take this up, but they might have a change in heart when they start thinking about that stack of waiver requests headed their way. Mike, just to circle back on Alan Griffin, by the way, it feels like he'd be a nice kind of plug-and-play for Elijah Hughes, certainly some differences in their games, but uh, he, he feels like he could fit that mold and, and step right in there. So if he does get the immediate eligibility, which he seems to be on the road to doing, uh, that would be a, a welcome addition for Syracuse. Yeah, not quite as tall as Elijah, maybe an inch or two shorter, maybe not quite the same rebounder that Elijah proved to be. Um, but a guy who, you know, right, you can plug him in there. And he's a big guard, small forward-looking guy who shoots the three. So he takes up that, you know, that Elijah gave you. Um, you you keep this identity of a team that's going to spread you out and shoot threes with Joe Girard and Buddy Bayheim coming back. You add him out there. 
And now, too, you have a guy who you put into that forward mix, and you can provide different looks. You got Marek Dolezal coming back at forward. You got Quincy Guerrier with a year under his belt. You could play those two together. Maybe you're not as good an outside shooting team, but now look at like the size you have, and you know Marek or Quincy, one of the two is being guarded by a small forward, and they're both about six seven, six eight. Well, like Marek's up to almost six ten, so he's taking either power forwards off the dribble or taking a smaller guy down low. And same with Quincy. I mean, can you imagine uh, the, the the poor small forward that has to try to guard Quincy close right. to the basket? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, a lot of different looks. And, yeah, and I, I think Griffin gives them a lot of flexibility and the ability to move people around. Mike Waters is our guest, Syracuse.com, talking some SU hoops here. And, and Mike, the name, image, and likeness debate fully back out there, of course, uh, with the NCAA taking another step towards approving that. And when you think of Syracuse, obviously Syracuse basketball players shoot to the top of the list of players that are going to have these opportunities to profit off their name, image, and likeness. You know, as we've thought about this and interjected in there, how have you looked at it from a basketball perspective and the opportunities that could be there for them? Well, I would say basketball players have the ability, with because of their um, notoriety, uh, how well known they are in the community, their visibility, that they could be making some money as spokespersons uh, for for different places. Social media influencers, that type of money is out there for these guys. Whereas, like if you look at like a lacrosse kid or a, or a cross country kid, you know maybe you're talking more of a of a niche there where maybe they get gear or maybe one stick company or a helmet company is going to want the top lacrosse guy but beyond that maybe not so much but you know you look at the basketball team and all these guys are known somebody's going to want somebody to like promote their restaurant or their car dealership or you know um, get joe gerard's name on 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 their business in in an ad on tv uh can you imagine buddy Bayheim as a social media influencer um just the syracuse market i you know shudder to think what a zion williamson or a trevor lawrence down at clemson might be able to, to do in terms of that but uh you know tiana from the women's basketball yep, team definitely you know she has to be up there in terms of what you're doing but you know yeah so i i think some athletes from the non-revenue the olympic sports i mean what could a mikey powell or a gary gate you know have have collected back in the day uh i, I know you did a podcast recently with justin knight uh you know normally you wouldn't think of a of a track and field cross-country guy as someone who's going to make a lot of money off a of name image and likeness but he was so good uh, that I think in his area there, he probably could get a, a shoe deal, a cleat deal, a clothing deal, and maybe even something beyond that, uh, you know, to in, in his crowd. So, you know, it's something – it's funny. The NCAA put up some guidelines and limitations, guardrails. They were using that word the other <laughs> right, day. Yeah. You know, they were getting some blowback. This was still a major step for the NCAA to take. It was. And I know a lot of people want them to just fling open the doors, but they're not going to do that right away. I mean, you don't want the wild, wild west right off the bat. I think as much as they can, they want to limit the chaos. There's going to be some. There's going to be some rule breakers, some people trying to skirt the rules. There's going to be a booster at Alabama 
instead of like a local businessman thinking, I'm going to get a good return on my investment by giving Buddy Behan $20,000, there's going to be some guy at Alabama who's going to be like, uh, Nick Saban says that this offensive lineman's going to win me a national title, <laughs> and I'm paying him half a million dollars. When nobody else is willing to pay that guy half a million dollars. It's not, you're not doing it as a businessman, per se. I know the NCAA wants to limit that because you start to go over the line from, well, this is what you're worth in terms of being a, a spokesperson for a company, and it's good for that company, to we're now actually like offering you a recruiting inducement. They want to try to stay away from that as much as they can. So hence, you're getting these limitations and guardrails. And I, I understand it. Uh, this was a major, major step. Staying in that lane of players getting money, Mike, it's been interesting to see some of these five-star recruits getting the offers from the G League. And, you know, that's interesting in and of itself, right, to see where that's going to go. Syracuse fans in particular are looking ahead saying, does a guy like Dior Johnson fit that mold? A player the G League might approach and say, hey, why don't you come play for us for This is On the Block with Brent X. Welcome back. You're on the block ESPN Radio. Thanks again to Mike Waters for joining us. Always a great time. Always great insight. You know what I thought we would do? Uh, it, get, it gets a little lonely around here. I'm one of only like three people that gets to come into the building these days. It's it's me, Rick DiUlio, our buddy uh, Smoothie from K-Rock, chief engineer, comes in once in a while. I, I do miss some people that we, we get to work with. Here and there. So I th- what I thought we would do is we're going to cold call somebody right now. Okay, so just bear with me for a second. A familiar voice we all know and love. And I, I have I have a couple questions for him as well. So let's see if he answers. Ready? Calling Pauly Sibilia. He doesn't know this is happening right now. So be prepared for anything. Just recognizing it's the studio number. What's wrong? What's you have thing? reached the voicemail box of oh, no. three one five four zero three. We didn't get Polly uh, live. All right, here we go. Mo- voicemail. Polly, we're off the air. Call, call me quick. Call me right now. All right, call the studio line. We're off the air. Help, help. Let's see if he calls back. Should we? Should we call again? Because if I call, leave a voicemail. And then call again. He's going to think there's something wrong, right? All right. So let, let's let's do this. Let's... Calling Polly Sibilio. Second attempt. We almost gave away Polly's number on the air. That would have been hilarious. Okay. Calling Polly. Now he's like, "Who's this? What the hell's going on? It's Friday. Who's bugging me?" Paulie, yeah. Paulie, hi. You're you're live on the radio right now. How are you? Good. What's happening, man? Nothing. I didn't recognize the number. What's up? <laughs> you didn't recognize the number of your own radio no, station? Well, it's not the same number. It came up different. You didn't call from like the first number. Oh, that's what I did. I called from like the third line down on the uh, yeah. The board so it wasn't here. the it wasn't the num- number I recognized. So. All right. So ignore that voicemail. It's uh, you know. Panic call, okay. panic call, rough the air. I, I was just, I was a little lonely. There's nobody around today, and and I, I had fun talking to you last night. We did a little podcast, and so I thought I'd, 
I'd call and check in on you, and, and everybody on the radio could hear what you're up to. By the way, did you get that podcast done? Are we going to hear that anytime soon, or what's it the status is of edit, it? It is edited, and our genius idea has already been texted about this morning, where, hey, you guys should do that on the Q's Twitch. So. How about that? Uh, See? So We're making things happen, man. Yeah. Fantastic. I was going to say, way to go. We just did this last <laughs> night just to do some something fun, and you create more work for us. Yeah. We'll take so. it these days, though. So uh, as some some will listen and, and hear on the We Get It podcast, they'll get the answer to this. But for our radio audience here, how are you? Do you miss coming to the office? Uh, what's life like for you these days? I, I do miss it, and it's getting tedious. It's, uh, it's a lot of work. I built a studio in my office at home. But I sit in and I work at all day, and it's uh, it's tedious and boring, and I need interaction. It's weird to be at work all day and not get made fun of. <laughs> You're craving it, right? Yes. You're craving the... I need to be insulted. <laughs> well, we can make that happen for you, Paul. Yeah. There's, there's still ways we can do that. If you want, I can solicit that from the, the great listeners of the show and pass it along to you on a daily basis if you need that. Yeah, that'd be great. You haven't even you even stopped tweeting that I didn't make your list yet. Right? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing the Twitter top six, which I've kind of slacked on lately. Which uh, you know, you unfortunately seem to be left off of each each week. I don't I don't know what happened there, but uh, that's unfortunate for you. Yeah, it's another uh, another Nick against me. Uh, if people do tune into the uh, to the podcast, I'll also learn that I've uh, fallen in love with grocery delivery. Now I heard they I heard they were on strike today. That didn't affect uh, the you, did it? In any way, shape, or form? No. Before. As a matter of fact, I had a bag at my door. This how about morning. that? So wait, yeah. how how often are you doing this? Are you doing it as if you once would go a week. once a week? Okay, yeah, that's that's all right. That's yeah, all right. Getting, getting the groceries brought. Now you're just cooking for yourself, though. So, like, what are we talking about? How much food do you get delivered on on a weekly basis? Oh, I've been eating twiz- Twizzlers. <laughs> I ordered, I ordered a five-pound box of Twizzlers from Amazon, and I hit send, and I felt so bad. <laughs> how, how, how long did it take you to go? You haven't gone through that yet, have you? No, no, it's sitting there. I've gone through I've gone through plenty of Twizzlers before. I just decided to buy the economy size. What a bachelor! So. Orders a five-pound thing of Twizzlers. I love it. I love it. Now, are you a good cook? Do you like to cook like real meals? Or you just like popping stuff in the microwave or? What no, you... I cook. I cook. It's you do? Usually not great, but I cook. It's enough to get me by. So, what? What do you? Would you say is your best uh, meal? What's the if like you really had to impress somebody and I'm going to make you this meal? What would it be? Oh, I'd make my mom's sauce. Oh, no, no question. The about gravy, it. the old standby, baby. Yeah, yeah, because it's killer. Now we all miss sports, and I know you do, and and. You, I, I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask you anyway. Is it baseball you miss the most right now? Absolutely. You know, like, I was just thinking about this last night, as a matter of fact. Like, I, at this point, at 10 o'clock, 10.30, I would be turning on my TV to the Padres game. You know, I had my MLB TV fired up on my PlayStation, and I'm an adult, and I would watch, uh, I would watch the Padres at night, and I don't have that anymore. So now it's forensic files in the first forty-eight, nonstop. I was going to say what uh, what show? Now I you you said an adult. I brought this up earlier when I was doing the Jack Daniels read. I said I'm going to 
have myself some Jack Daniels and watch Clone Wars tonight because that's what adults do. That's 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 my Friday night. That's what I'm looking forward to. I am going to sit and watch uh, our friend Josh from our bro stat uh, do his dance party. That's in my new Friday thing. He's on Twitch on K-Rock CNY, and he does a dance party. So wait, is it? It's Josh like on Twitch, just playing music. Just the cameras on him the whole time. Like this is actually entertaining. Yeah, I do the same thing. I, I sit there and I play eighty songs for people that request them, and I talk to people. Josh dances and has lights and fog machines, and all it's fun. He's he's so he's going in on this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, well, what do you do? Yeah, like you said, you, you you've got like some sort of TV thing that it looks like you're on TV, right? Like, what, what do they call yeah. that? Like a, a, a background, I guess, for lack of a better yeah, term? Yeah, an overlay, an overlay. screen overlay, yeah. So that's what you've been doing with your time. You're building home studios, you're ordering food, you're still playing 80s music because we need Paulie Sibilia playing 80s music. What would the world be like if, if that wasn't happening? How's Indy? How's the dog? The dog is great. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's got new toys and is uh, running around playing with those, so... Who's if you listen to the podcast, you can hear her squeaking in the background, and she she visits if you watch the podcast. Paulie sent me a thing last night. He like the numbers, the viewers on our Twitch feed as we were doing the podcast spiked when Indy the dog made an appearance. That's that's you not know, a when coincidence. My dog shows up. The re, you know puppy eagle ratings, man. That's that's exactly right. So can we have her on the show the whole time so people actually? You should just hire a dog to follow you around everywhere. Well, I can bring my dog. And she yeah. could be on, and Indy could be on your side, and we'll just watch the 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 the, the Twitch feed pile up. Dog talk, <laughs> dog talk with Polly and Brent, which we could do. Polly and I have complained many times about our vet bills here in the office. Yes, oh. that's the one good thing about being locked in the house. My dog can't go out and attack, get attacked by bees like she does every year. So wait, she has a knack for finding beehives. Other than you know what we're doing now and Zoom and all that, what's like the last? person-to-person interaction you've had. I just picture you hold up somewhere. Your beard is certainly starting to show. Oh, God, it had to be like a, like the day after the ACC tournament. It was like the last person-to-person <laughs> interaction I, I had. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're, you're truly sequestered. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're out there, man. All right. Well, uh, we, just, we wanted to say hi. We missed you. Hi. Hi. Uh, we miss you. I miss everybody that listens. Get the podcast up, okay? I will, and I'll get yours up tonight. Very good. Very I'll get paid good. to do. I'll, te- yeah, I'll text you right now what's going to go on that podcast, all right? All right, this. Bye, Polly. No, not this. Bye. Definitely not this. Right. No, no, no freaking. Not this. No way. No, no way, no hell. Polly Sibilia, ladies and gentlemen.